And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian and voiceover artist who's always got a spring in her step and a chuckle in her voice. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who loves to travel, find the cutest local animals, and then barbecue and eat them. It's Hashtag Al. And he's a producer who is working on a series of instructional videos titled Passive Aggressive Shopping, How to Let Your Dollars Say I'm Disappointed in Your Service. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to make shoestring french fries and french fry shoestrings. I'm her husband, Daniel, and I like to pretend on the show that Allison and I have marital strife, but in reality, the truth is I'm not pretending. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little snickerdoodles. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Quite a show for you. I would like to say hello to my guests. Welcome back, Greg. Thank you, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Uh, the listener doesn't know, but Jenna's hair is super cute right now. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Maybe they will know, actually, from the photo. Well, I better take a good one. <laughs> Pressure's on. Well, your hair doesn't have to do anything special because it just looks so good. Should we wiggle, get it in the mic? Wiggle, wiggle, Thank wiggle, you. Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. What is that funny smile you have on your face? Arms folded, leaning forward, laughing. Oh. <laughs> it's that got a name. This is one of Tom Sandoval's signature modeling moves. Yep. Uh, quick Vanderpump <laughs> rules update. Daniel and I haven't been watching lately. Yep. We got to get back on the train. Hit, hit saturation with the VPM. Yeah. Vanderpump VPR. Yes. Know. But you're still listening to Straight Up with Stassi and quoting it. Um, no comment. <laughs> it happened. I heard you casually quote it in front of Jeff. Sweetheart, I thought we talked about this. <laughs> um, okay, so all sorts of stuff to get to. For one, we have two alternate versions of the dog song because the song is very long. It's got the, the fun line where we all sing with poop on your butt. However, the song is long. And I thought it maybe it's too long. Let's just shorten it and then make a musical bed. Uh, first time listeners, we have a segment we do at the very end of the show where I feature an adoptable dog, and there's a very catchy, very long song. So I did that, thinking, "Look at me being a host, a good one." And boy, there was outrage. People are not okay with the shorter version of the song, and they're not okay with taking out the poop on your butt line. <laughs> so yeah. um, it was like unanimous. I think there's one person who appreciates that the song is shorter mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone else was upset. So we reinstated the poop. Don't you worry. We also have a special Jenna's birthday themed snack chat. Ooh. It's become impossible for me to say snack chat. My mouth wants to say Snapchat, but I said snack chat because by the time you hear this, Jenna will be 30. Hashtag yep. No regrets. Dirty 30. <laughs> Here it is. Where are the snacks? I don't see them. Well, they're surprised. It's, it's a yeah, surprise. It's, it's coming out later. You just oh. hang on. You just hold your horses. <sighs> I am so excited. Normally when we get here, if there's a snack <laughs> chat, it's the first thing. You, they're always on the table. Yeah. Yes. And, I, and sometimes you can't wait till snack chat for the snacks. <laughs> sometimes one can't wait till snack chat? No, sometimes you can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's hard snack for all chats. of us. But sometimes you don't wait. That's correct. We I, have Greg, I have poor impulse control. We have Greg back on the show. 
Yes. Agreed. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hear all about your important television. I have a store, a crazy mm. story. Jeff's already heard this one about an old lady in an eggplant, and I can. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get to that in this show. This might. I, this might be a tease for next week. I don't think I even know this. I story. didn't even tell you because I wanted your natural response. Wow. But first, <laughs> I have some fairly big. Well, Daniel and I have fairly big news. Yes. Um, and here it comes. I'm pregnant. Woo! Yay! <laughs> it's hard to believe it's true. <laughs> um, and I have been debating at what point to tell people because most pregnant women, because the chance of miscarriage is kind of high until you're past the first trimester or rather it it drops quite a bit after the first trimester most pregnant women don't announce it until they're in their second trimester and then they're like i'm pregnant and i'm having a baby next week it feels like that (laughs) um however since i have been so so open and public with my whole trying to get pregnant process it just i i couldn't imagine how am i going to not talk about it until the Mm -hmm. second trimester um so and also, I the fact that I didn't mention it till now, and I'll, I'll go into the timing of everything, has it felt really, really weird to me. Um, I did not like not being absolutely transparent with the listeners. Because um, you knew last week, but you yes, didn't say anything. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it made me... It's weird. Like, I feel... It's almost pathological. I have this need to share what's going on and I feel sort of like invisible or like I don't exist otherwise. Now, once I found out I was pregnant from then on, I didn't feel that way. But after the transfer for the those number of days where we didn't know, um, I really wanted to get on Facebook and just talk about what was going on because that's a hard, a hard mm-hmm. place to be where you know that they've put embryos in you and you don't know if they've taken or not. So anyway, uh, did be- we talk about the transfer on the show? Did we- people know that the no, transfer? We did not talk didn't. about that. Right? Okay, okay. no. So I just have to say because. I am telling you guys so early. It is going to feel like I'm pregnant for four years. <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's a nervousness that did we, you know, it's like, it's did still, we we're it? still in that yes. zone. You're only about five weeks. Five weeks. So it's like. Yes, which know. is really weird. It's weird that I'm five, I'm between four and five weeks because we know exactly how old the embryo or embryos are. And they're not for, like, you start counting two weeks before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's weird how they count it. Mm-hmm. They're only like three weeks. They one or two. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I will know by the time you hear the episode after this one, I'll know whether it's twins. Um, so that's also <laughs> that very so that's scary. overwhelming because uh, yeah, because right. your levels are very high, and we implanted two embryos. Yes. Okay. Oh so we had the transfer on May nineteenth, and the doctors uh, were recommending putting in three, but we. I mean, it wasn't a huge fight. They were fine with it. We decided we wanted to just do two because the idea of triplets is just too overwhelming. Oh, man. (laughs) And and the whole process is really hard on uh, the lady. So they want to do more just to reduce the number of times you have to go through it. Right. You know, because if obviously if it were up to me, we'd have done, you know, or or like if there was no, we'd do one at a time. Right. Right. Because you don't want to, you want the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have multiples. But it's such it's so hard it's on pretty you. grueling it's pretty grueling so you know <laughs> so they want to maximize your chances of right. getting pregnant and does it work like if you put in three 
your odds of triplets go up and your odds of twins go up? Mm. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yes. yes. I mean, they don't affect each other. What, what so, don't affect Think of it this way. The, oh, go ahead. Yeah, think of it this way. The embryos, once they're... Once they become embryos, once they're like, okay, these are good, and they put them in the cryo lock or whatever. Um, the freezer. The freezer. They're either going to be babies or they're not going to be babies, right? So you just say, like, you have eight, and you go green, red, green, red, green. Now, it's if you implant a green, you know, a yes and a no, then it's going to be one baby. If you implant two yeses, then it is. Like, it, they don't affect. Oh, it's determined in advance of the implantation. No. <laughs> this is what I was. <laughs> This is what I was told. Allison, correct me. I who feel told, like who told I'm you very you did. confused. I never said red, green. <laughs> yes, no, 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 I'm just saying it is, either is going to be or it isn't. Is, it, red being oh, yes. Oh, do you mean it's determined or, as in we know ahead of time? No, 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 yes, no, no, no That no. is correct. Then that is correct. Okay. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah, it's like of your embryos, they're either going to be babies or they're not. And right. if they are and those are the ones you happen to put in, then you're going to be pregnant with however many good ones you right. put in. However, oh, the, the chances are um, that they won't be good just based on odds and, and all this but stuff. But you could so, pick three yes. and all yeah. three could be good. Yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's why we didn't put it. So three. if your odds are one in every four are good, but you take the two that are the two and right. implant them at the same time, you're getting twins. So anyway, we had the transfer um, and it was surprisingly emotional. I cried throughout the whole thing. I didn't expect it. Yeah. It I, was a very intimate moment between Daniel, me, and embryologist and our doctor. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know what I was expecting. I thought it was just going to be a, a procedure like any of the others. You just and go in and... And you're and never in the room. I'm never in there. Um, yeah. When they do the procedure. But this is the same room that I'd had all that great versed. This is the same mm. room that I'd had the egg retrievals, mm -hmm. um, which Daniel had never been in. But like they had this gentle music playing and the yeah, lights were real the lights. low. And I was on Valium. And Wait, seriously? Yes. They make it romantic? It's not romantic. It's relaxed. No, it's like they a, want you to be does it relaxed. feel like you're at a spa? It, I a believe bit. it was spa music, probably. A little bit. Is there like rushing water and stuff in the background? No, no it was just gentle. It's like new agey a little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe, yeah, like getting a massage. Just relaxing. Yes. It's relaxing mm -hmm. music. Yeah. Some dolphin song and whale song. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time I've had surgery, though, this was not surgery, but every time I've had surgery, there's music playing in the room. If I were a surgeon, I'd be like, I need to concentrate. So maybe let's not. Uh, no, they they actually blast. Like yes, Boston, Led Zeppelin, whatever they want. The whatever the physician or surgeon, they it's get what they want. Weird. I've seen some of the best sound system I've ever seen have been in ORs. Yeah, I remember the first <laughs> surgery I ever had. <laughs> yeah. I said to the really? anesthesiologist, it's "Is there music thing. or am I just on drugs?" And there was music and I was on drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah you'll it's just be walking through and just like Boston is just cranking yeah, through. Yeah, I've like, heard really? loud Yeah, they're doing brain music. surgery in yeah, there. Yeah, seriously. That yeah. makes me, well. It's a I good was... thing because a surgeon is under so much pressure. They have to focus and that music can actually kind of bring that focus. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a good thing. I guess. It just feels a little bit, it feels I'm a sure. little cinematic. Like, mm -hmm. today's a great day to save some lives. Crank it, boys. <laughs> Scalpel. Yeah. It's you know. very Grey's Anatomy. Yes, yeah, it yeah. really is. If I don't get some Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, this chick dies. <laughs> <laughs> get, like, can I ask my surgeon what kind of music he listens to and yes. make the decision? Like, he goes, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I like to listen to ministry. I'm, uh, no, not you. Where's the Enya surgeon? I want that guy. <laughs> Except maybe the Enya surgeon wouldn't be good because that's too relaxed. Yeah. True. 
So anyway, low lighting, gentle music. Um, and then they put in a catheter and then they have an ultrasound going so you can see your uterus or I could see my uterus. Um, and then they kind of talk you through everything. They're like, okay, now we're, we're putting the embryos in and you see this, like you see like well, a so, flash of white. Kind so of? this is actually pretty cool because you're looking at, a, <laughs> yeah. So you're looking at a, You're looking at a screen with the, you've all seen what a sonogram kind of looks like. So, you know, they're moving it around. And you're like, oh, okay, here's the uterus, I guess, or whatever. It's just a bunch of shadows, right? Yeah. And and they, she kind of points out, okay, here's the catheter. And then she's, all right, all right now we're about to release the, the embryos. And it's like two bright little pinpoints of light. Yeah. Kind of sh- brighter than anything else on the screen just show up. And they're like, oh. And then now and she's like, now the... um. Now they're going to kind of recede into the uterus and find a home, and they just kind of like retreat into the lining of the. Uterus. It was a, It's almost like watching like the galaxy because it's all it black was and really white. neat. See, yeah, yeah. Plus, we had like pictures of the embryos that mm. we were inserting. So I sent my mom like a picture of them. I'm like, here you go, <laughs> like the first picture. Meet <laughs> Steve. Yeah, they yeah. show you a picture of your embryos, and the funny thing is, when they did, Daniel's like, which one do you think is more of a troublemaker? Yeah, well, I that- showed the embryologist. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, help me decide which one is the better going to be the better kid yeah and she's like oh they're both high quality she (laughs) She did not like they do not do humor no hey how do you guys choose of the many that are reserved how do you pick based on they're all graded on quality so So you just start with the two best ones yes well yes there's (laughs) there's one that we have this weird emotional attachment to because (laughs) we've already like yeah this one's already going to college and stuff yeah we didn't put we didn't put that one in actually it was the it was the most dramatic one um where i only had one and going so going into the retrieval you only had one follicle so we knew we only had a chance at one and then you started ovulating on the table as they began the process and the doctor like you it's like flushing a toilet like it's you have seconds <laughs> well no that's how she described Before, it it's like she said it was like flushing a toilet well, it's like it's like once you once you start ovulating all the it, you just lose it and it's gone and it goes right. down the wherever it goes <sighs> yeah and but she was able to retrieve it she was so she then, was able to to like watch it go away and get it right as it was going away like a bear nailing a salmon swimming yeah. upstream to spawn <laughs> It exactly. was it was kind of a, it was the a doctor, miracle. The doctor got a big paw and whoof. Yeah. Well she and she was like, I've never done that. Like, yeah. She was really so and then that ended up being an Well, and then we that, didn't know yeah. if it was gonna fertilize and it looked like it wasn't, and then it did. So we didn't do that one because I was like, if this doesn't work, I have a good feeling about that one. <laughs> I just love the idea of I, I want to make that kid I want to bring that. Right. person into the world like yeah. i love the idea of i pulled you out of the abyss you know <laughs> however we are bringing one or two people into the world neither of them being that one <laughs> no but that one has a yeah. backstory it's like that's amazing i know they'll never like they will always be indebted to us that's the first thing the that's twins awesome. are gonna be like seven and you're gonna be like why didn't we get that other dude <laughs> they never shut up yeah. <laughs> i know so um yeah so there so there was that and i kept crying which 
uh, made it so that my uterus kept disappearing off the screen because mm. when I would like oh, convulse crazy. from crying, yeah. Um, so I felt embarrassed about that, but I I, I imagine that women probably cry through this oh, all the it's time. It's a very it emotional. Feels thing. like the culmination of something that's taken so long. It sounds amazing. It and really does. It really sounds yeah. amazing. It was, yeah, it was, and then they tell you um, you have to do bed rest for two days. And ahead of time, I thought. Uh, that that was going to be great because it's like I can't actually you can't exercise for a long time so I can't exercise and all I can do is lie around and that sounds fun. As it turns out, it was <laughs> really really hard because I was on this drug Lupron for eight weeks, which made me really tired, and I went off of that drug and all the, it was as if I had taken an upper. I had so much energy I could not I could not sit still. I was like kind of jumping out of my skin for those two days. And I was like, how am I going Ugh. to deal with this? Um, and they tell you not, so, you, so they set your blood test for two weeks after that. And it's called the two week wait in IVF circles. And it's known it's a very hard time. Um, and a lot of women will take pregnancy tests at home. And they told me not to until like day nine or 10. But even then, don't freak out if you get a negative. However, like day two, you would. <laughs> I'm the most impatient person in the world. So I started on day three or four, which is insane. And of course, I got negatives. Um, and I did begin to get a little bit depressed, thinking, oh, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I'm just not cut out for good news. You, I came home and you were just like, I'm convinced it's not going to. Oh, I did. Like, to, I just, I know when this isn't going to work out this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then um I, the next night negative the next morning so this was the the morning 6 days after the transfer I looked at it and I'm like it's negative and I put it aside and then I picked it up again and I looked and I'm like oh my god there's a very faint line and with pregnancy tests if you have any sort of second line that is considered positive even if it's very faint and um then I took a thousand million more tests i sent jenna a picture i went to the grocery store and bought it was 13 a, tests. the best it was like a mountain, <laughs> a mountain of pregnancy of tests. Tests. yeah <laughs> uh and they proceeded they proceeded to get a little bit darker so i was pretty confident that i would be pregnant when i had the blood test however and again i thought about mentioning at that point but it just felt like before it's been confirmed by a blood test it just it feels weird to mention it um so it was confirmed on Wednesday. So this is the first show that we're recording after it was confirmed. So on Wednesday, uh, confirmed. And then I went back on Friday for another blood test and they look for your, uh, HCG level. It's called the beta, but I don't know what the beta refers to. Do you know? I Jenna? don't. Yeah. It's a type of Japanese fighting fish. They find uh, in the uterus yes. if you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right. The more yeah. you have, the, yeah, exactly. yeah. the more they'll kill each other. Yeah. You have to keep them separated. Exactly. Yeah. Pregnancy. Don't show them themselves on the sonogram because mm-hmm. they'll think it's another fish and start fighting it. Attack right. It, yeah. <laughs> but they're great to bet on. <laughs> so to bet on. Um, okay. I want, I want to kill myself because I made that pun. And it felt very sexy. <laughs> yeah. It was so sex in the city and I hate that. No, it was good. It was terrible. No, it was bad. It was awful. <laughs> That's was one of those jokes that when you get in your car on your way home and you remember it, you're like, oh, and then you swerve off the road and yeah. kill yourself. <laughs> Do I, are these mom jokes? Do I already have I don't know. <laughs> they say in the, in, this, in the fifth week you start making terrible pun jokes. Oh, it goes away though in the second trimester. Oh, right. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. All right, we just got to make it to that point. <laughs> so anyway, they look for the beta, beta, the that level to at least double. And mine has more than doubled. So the fact that it's more than doubled and the fact that I got that positive so early is making me think it might be twins. 
Um, but we will know when we have our first ultrasound on Thursday. Yeah. But I've already ordered how to disappear completely and never be found in case it's twins. <laughs> so and, uh, prepared for anything. Wow, I'm surprised they have that book. Is, is, it that, a, is that a Radiohead book? <laughs> no, you've never a heard Radiohead that? song. That's one of those weird anarchist books that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's an actual book. It's a real book, yeah. What's what do you called? think? I'm making this up? <laughs> Well, you've been joking that this is what you'll do if it's twins. No, no, so. I'm really, I'm out of here. Okay. No, yeah. I shouldn't joke about that. No, of course. In I'm all gonna... seriousness, I'm already, I already can't believe that you leave me with two kids and a dog every single day. <laughs> I would not do that. But ha- the idea of twins is like this. It's tampering the excitement because I'm super excited, of course. But on the other hand, there's this like fear, this dread. Oh my god! Yeah. If we have, I do not know how we're gonna. Right, your life, your life becomes like a Mastercard ad when someone is like, <laughs> yeah. and it's twins, and all of a sudden you have to like everything in your head doubles. Yeah, beds and shoes and college and all that stuff. All I think about yeah. is feedings and sleep, Just, no sleep. I know and that's oh what scares god. me. Yeah, I have so every day I have to do these progesterone shots in my hips. Dan- Still, yes, for, for like four for more weeks, and I'm. At the point now where they're becoming really painful and my hips are really sore and part of my back went numb. And I will say, if we have two kids now, then I don't have to go through this part of it all over again. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's an upside. Yeah, but the but pregnancy could be harder. And it definitely would as be. Well, yeah. so. But anyway, yay, great news. Yeah. It's so exciting. You can almost hear the internet electrify with the news, I swear. Oh, it's going to be bananas. It is going... Yes. Everyone is going to oh. freak out. <laughs> but I do have to say... Because I am saying it so early, there is There's the a chance, chance of there's there is the chance of miscarriage. Yeah. But so, saying it is I not know. having any effect on if you miscarry. I know. Well, but it's it's more like forget the superstitious aspect of it. It's more just it's not as certain. Right. It's just not as certain as So if don't it get were, attached, uh, yeah. even though I of course I'm attached already. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys yeah. gonna find out if it's the sex of the I want to. I mean we won't know for a while, but I don't have a problem finding out. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to get this right stuff, you know. I don't want, you know, listen. I don't want a girl to have blue stuff. <laughs> and I don't want to have a boy that pink stuff, right? Yeah, he, like he could, right? Am could, I am I the only one? He could be a gay if that happens. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, totally you ruin gay. it and then there you, you know. Why being a gay if he has pink shoes? Who knows? You can't do that. No, but no. I I I don't I don't I'm not as into the surprise. Right. What are you but, a woman? One more thing about the the not saying anything and then you know, if if um, I miscarried, I knew that that is something. I know my tenses are all weird. I'm having trouble locating myself within this sentence. Um, if I were to miscarry, that is something that I would definitely talk about right. because, and because I'm just like I said, I'm just someone who it helps me to talk about things, and it just feels more natural to talk about them. So, given that, I thought, well. Why am I not saying that I'm pregnant? And we're not really superstitious, so you might as well. Like, yeah. yeah. This is what we... You are pregnant right now. I think... No, I know. so... That's not where I'm going. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm explaining why I didn't... Why, I'm saying why I didn't talk about it until now, which I know this is... Seemed, it's early, but for me, it's been like I've been holding something inside. And it's because if... I... Uh-oh. I've, I've, lost, I've completely lost my train of thought. This feels like pregnancy, too. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is affirmative. I don't know. I mean, probably, but th- well, then again, though, yes. it depends. <laughs> Let's see. Oh no, I know what I was going to say. If I had said, "You guys, I got a positive 
pregnancy on my home pregnancy test. I'm pregnant. This is where I was going with that. I'm pregnant. And then people started congratulating me. And then the blood test did not confirm the pregnancy. I felt like that would be worse having already announced it than if I were to just be say like, this happened to me. I had a transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was pregnant. It turns out I'm not. So that's why I held off. That's yeah. And then, but then there's also people who would say, don't talk about it now. Wait until the end of the first trimester. And, right. And, and the next point is you, ha- you, you're talking about it now and not waiting because if something does happen, you'd want to talk about that as well. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like that. This is the journey that you're on and you're just letting people. Yes. Know. Allison, assuming aside from miscarrying, assuming healthy, happy children, what are you most afraid of about being a mom? Mm. I am afraid a couple things. Top I'm af- ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just afraid of the being completely overwhelmed and feeling like it's unmanageable. With the, the idea of having twins is like I imagine Wendy going nuts and I'm holding two babies and the phone ringing and just like. I mean, everything is... Being- the phone ringing. Well, <laughs> no, I'm that's, just... That, that we are getting... And we are, someone at the door. No, no, and it makes just, total sense. That yeah, kind of thing. Sense, but we are absolutely. putting a phone in the kitchen on the wall. <laughs> it's an old really long fear. cord. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got rollers in your hair. <laughs> right. And the, yeah, I know. I right. The, the, the fear. I need to stub my cigarette out and I can't find the ashtray. <laughs> yeah, you got to take the pie out of the oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Is, I'm, I'm worried about being overwhelmed. I'm worried about how am I going to manage it. And I'm also worried... Um, I'm worried that my feelings towards Wendy are going to change, and I don't want that to happen. That's I'm that's the thing I'm very that's, very concerned about. That. That's in my opinion, that's a silly fear because that couldn't happen. But you are afraid that we won't be able to handle her if we have two, and that we might have to give her away, which I'm don't think. I happen. made Daniel promise that no matter what, we won't do that. Right. But the weird thing is, I'm afraid that I'm going to make the decision that we should or something. It's a weird. I don't know. It's a very weird thought because it's like. A, that doesn't sound like me. And if I did make that decision, then what's the problem? Because that's the decision. I, it's like, a, I guess if I were in therapy, what I would figure out is I'm afraid that I am changing. I'm afraid that motherhood and pregnancy is going to change me. And I don't know who that person is. Hmm. You will change a lot. It's shocking how much you do change, but it's all positive things for like, I can't, you just, I guess what. The Wendy situation, I would not worry about Mm -hmm. only because everyone I've talked to when I've joked like, oh, it's been so hard and delivery was so crazy. I don't know if I can do it again. Um, Everyone who I've talked to says like, you know, it's weird because you do start to think like, how could I do this again? I love this one person (laughs) so much. How could it ever be possible that I could love someone else as Mm -hmm. much as that? And then they say like, you have the second baby and you go, oh my gosh, I love you so much and I love you so much and you just, it just multiplies. So I imagine that would be the same thing with Wendy. It's like, it's not a replacement. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, get out of here, Wendy. It's going to be like, I love Wendy so much and there's this person that Mm -hmm. we brought into the world and I love you so much. So I don't think... But isn't yeah, it good yeah. to not let the kids know that that's true? Like you want them to think that they have to earn. You always your want love, them right? to compete for your love. Yeah, absolutely. And attention. It's not a given. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page. With oh, that. Yeah. you guys are gonna be great. I'm super. <laughs> no, excited. you're not gonna. But but you're right. Like your heart just grow, you know yeah. expands. Right. Wendy may, you know, look. She's gonna become more of a dog. Less of a yes, a, baby. A human baby. <laughs> that us. I think will definitely happen. Right. But. You know, there are ways. I, the, the thing I keep going back to is like people do this. Yes. So there's a way to do it. 
We just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> and there are certain behaviors of hers that I think are would not be great with a baby around. Um, like she jumps up and she grabs pens and things like that. But I look at it like, hey, we have eight months to work on all this stuff. And right. I've, we've, I've already been training her um, to go to follow a command to get off the bed if I'm on the bed. And she's actually doing it and she's pretty calm because usually if Daniel and I are on the bed, she wants to be on she's the bed. She's very trainable. So, yeah. She's also kind of soft launched your baby proofing plan. <laughs> That's true. You know, because right. you always kind of have to watch her out of the corner yeah. of your eye and make sure she's not up on the table and eating pans. Oh, yes. That also, the fact that I can walk out of the room and come back in and she's standing on the table. <laughs> I feel like, like maybe all we four, all four all legs, four like literally the in the middle of the table. It makes me go, people whose dogs aren't standing on the table. How do they train them to do that? <laughs> she just, yeah, it's almost like she doesn't respect us. It's, uh, she absolutely doesn't. Because yeah. she's the back leader. She is the back leader. <laughs> I know. She's my snuggleberries. <laughs> but I, see, oh, go I, ahead. I would say that the instincts of animals when it comes to a baby kick in. And I, the, I think mm. Wendy will instantly realize where her place is and, and I think it'll go well. Oh, and that makes me feel so comforted. I hope yeah. you're right. I, I, Wendy's a good do- Wendy's a good dog. I mean, even with Samantha, when we bring her in, she doesn't really jump up on Sam. She doesn't. And That's true. Like Sam- She's intrigued by Sam, but yeah. now, yeah. And I think with more exposure, the dogs just tend to like want to protect yeah. and and heal and grow a baby. You know, right? So, and Thanks. there are ways that we can get her used to the situation. too. Oh yeah. Oh man! Like what? I'm excited. Borrowing. Well, I'm excited too. I'm really excited for yeah. you guys. I was going to read Wendy uh, that book. Where do babies come from? <laughs> or where do I come from? <laughs> And I didn't want to say anything, but when you first said you were pregnant, uh, you were glowing. I mean, like, we both walked out and said, like, wow, Allison, like, we could tell. We, this was looked, before you said you were pregnant. You looked, this was the, after the transfer. Yeah. He, We got in the car, and it was like, oh, my gosh. She is. Yeah, we both said. Yeah, oh, my was, gosh. That's so weird. Different. It was really weird. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't have that usual dull, sort of <laughs> like grayish pallor to yeah. my face. It's, it's like you're always in a fog, like we can't yeah. see it clearly. Your wow. hands looked younger and <laughs> Christian. <Jewish>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's so sweet, you guys. Thank you. Um, Father's Day is coming it up. Sure Speaking is. of, I hope mm-hmm. you guys realize that, that we're talking about parenthood. Mm-hmm. And now Father's Day, there's a... There's design here. Anyway, I want to talk to you guys about Harry's. A Harry's shaving set will make the perfect Father's Day gift. It looks cool. It feels special. And it's something that dad will actually use. Dads can be impossible to shop for. You don't want to get another tire pair of socks he's never going to wear. But you also don't want to get something so practical that it doesn't feel special enough to be a gift. As I mentioned on the Ben Glebe episode, my father gave me a backgammon set for my sixth birthday. <laughs> Not, I mean... It's not so it's you could, kind of the opposite of a practical gift. When you actually. were six? When I was six. He got me what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but still, he deserves a great Father's Day gift. Harry's has got me covered. While supplies last, Harry's is offering a special limited edition shave set. Get one for dad and get one for yourself too. The limited edition Father's Day shave set includes a matte black razor handle, a chrome razor stand, I think the chrome razor stand might be my favorite part of it, but it's all so amazing. Harry's, I have one. I have a chrome razor stand in my house. They're amazing, right? They're great. Yes, they're great. Shaved with it this morning. Harry's moisturizing foaming shave gel, three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and a travel cover. Plus, it comes in a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and a personalized card. Plus, there is a special offer for fans of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code Allison. 
Um, that's Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter the code Allison at checkout to get $5 off. Get dad something he'll actually use this Father's Day. So again, that's Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And enter the code Allison at checkout to get $5 off. So uh, just a correction from the Thursday episode last week. There was an, an erroneous promo code offered. So I'm de- I feel like if I, should I say what, what we said it was, or should I not even say that? Should I not even put the wrong idea in their heads? Yeah, say just the it's correct Allison. one. It's Allison. That's it's correct It's definitely one. Allison. It's not what we said it was last week. It's Allison. <laughs> Harry's A-L-I-S-O-N. Allison. That's right. Okay. All right. Greg. Yes. How's Hollywood? How's TV biz? <laughs> Everything feels extremely inconsequential in the shadow of your birth announcement. And I mean that in the best way possible. But TV biz is fine. <laughs> when Allison told me she was pregnant, do you remember what I what we talked about? Um, the Pregnancy. promise that you made me yes. make you? Four made, avocados! <laughs> yes. I was immediately like, how many avocados are you going to have a day? I made Allison <laughs> promise that the projects that we're developing together would take a deep, a distant backseat to the pregnancy. And I was like, oh, you're trying to kick me off the project no, already? No. I get yeah. it. No, just because I'm pregnant. What I meant was like, I just had this image that some big meeting was going to come in front of us and she was going to be like, I have a pregnancy thing that day. Is there any... And I was just trying to impart to you the idea that like... None of it matters. All of that shit can be moved and doesn't yes. matter anymore. Yes. Does what? a C-section count as a pregnancy thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Executives gather on this side of the linen cloth. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I get that. I mean, I... It's all. T- it's too soon for anything to really. Have I was saying that for be- my own to for my own on my own behalf, so I didn't like feel guilty about things. Yes, but also for you, but mostly for me. It's mostly about me. <laughs> your pregnancy is. It. I'm glad. I'm glad you see it that way. Right. No, I. 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 Genuinely can say that this pregnancy is the most important thing in my life right now, and I'm not confused about that. I just also would like to sell our TV show. Yes, of course. So what was the original question? Well, how's your Hollywood TV life going? It's fine. I'm working a lot. Did you want to talk about the thing I did when I wasn't here last week? The pitching thing? Is that what you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it? I can talk. I mean, I can say that I went out pitching a game show last week Ooh. with Joel McHale. Oh. It was very fun. And what is Joel's role in all this? He is an executive producer in it. Um, but he's also been pretty involved. Mm-hmm. So we did like, in one day we pitched... CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, and the CW, which was wow. the craziest pitch day of my life. Wow. Now, this was the game show that you mentioned to Roseanne Barr that she did. She was just like, could not have cared less. Yes, Roseanne, this is the one you didn't <laughs> give a shit about. <laughs> so far, so good, actually. Um, that one, it was a very busy and very TVE day, but it was also very scary in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, did I tell you this? Yes. Because when we were at CBS, we're sitting at the table with all these TV people, and we're getting ready to pitch it. And I got a text from Ayala and it just said, don't worry, I'm okay. Oh, geez. Ooh. And I had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. And so I literally said to this room of people, I was like, excuse me for one second. And I turned like white in my face. And I walked into the reception at CBS and all these people were standing around a TV and it just said, shooter on the loose at UCLA, mm-hmm. which is where my wife works. Oh. And you remember at the time it was like there's three active right. shooters and nobody knew what was going on. And then I fucking freaked out. Yeah. And I freaked out super hard. She talks to me a lot about her emergency training. You know what she told me that's really interesting? They train like once every six weeks. The people who live are the people who make the first decision to fight or flight. 
the people who die or who get who are in the most danger are the people who don't decide what to do. Yes, Correct. we Jeff, who was it? Hmm. Where we had this conversation about I'm, in a in a plane crash, the people who die are the ones who don't move. Yeah, I forget. But it yeah, was the, very recent episode. It was Ben Hoffman, I think. No, it was. I don't remember. Well, Sorry, it was. The, it was. It was the one, podcaster. He does tons and tons of podcasts. Oh, oh Bert, Travis McElroy. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, in a plane <laughs> crash, the ones who uh, live are no one. No, it's a plane crash. It, well, according no, to Travis true, McElroy, yeah, I was, surpri- I was surprised by that as well. However, I think what we, what he said was more people can can live than you'd think. If but the thing is, like they they think they're going to be okay, so they just sit still and then they die in the fire. And it's it's a mammal <laughs> lizard brain thing mm-hmm. that, right. that that's a response to fear is that you just that's stop freeze. moving, you freeze. Right. Got it. Like I think as soon as the plane hits the ground, people go. Oh my God, I'm still alive. Oh, phew, I'm okay. And then they die in the fire from the plane crash. Well, and a lot of times in these emergency situations, there's a, there's denial. They go, yes. I, this is not happening. This is a nightmare. And they, and it's still the freeze, but they just think like, those aren't gunshots. That's yeah. not what I heard. That's not happening. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Like, I heard a lot of gunshots outside of my place this weekend. And when people hear gunshots, they always say on the news, I thought it was firecrackers. I thought it was a car backfire. Yeah. Like, are people driving around in Stutz Bearcats? When's the last time you heard six <laughs> backfires at once? But your mind doesn't want to go, oh, yeah, that was a gunshot. Yeah. I um, your mind wants to normalize it. I don't even know if I know what gunshots sound like. According to every TV show, they sound like a popping. They're just yeah. Well, and that's pops. the problem is that it doesn't sound like the movies, right? Right. And so it's not as easily. You just spent some time in Venice. Um. <laughs> so I freaked out super hard and was texting her like, "You have to tell me you're okay. Where are you?" And she was like, "I'm sheltered in place. We're on lockdown. All this the house is full of pot smoke. <laughs> yes. All this weird code. And it's so funny because no matter what you think about guns. At the first thing I texted her was, is a person with a gun standing outside of your door? Yeah. Not meaning the killer, meaning somebody to protect right. you. Like at that point, mm-hmm. I was just like, I hope you're surrounded by 55,000 guns. And she had to shelter in place for like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even allowed to go take pisses and stuff. But did they mm-hmm. use bowls? What did they do? She said they had bowls set up. And right about the time everybody in her office urgently had to pee, they said, you can go use the bathroom one uh-huh. at a time. So it was super scary. Super scary. And once that was over, the rest of the day pitching was very fun, but very <sighs> stressful for that reason. I was extremely, extremely terrified for my wife. Did you explain Jeez. what was going on when you came back? To a couple of people, but I was like about to pitch a comedy to a room full of executives. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, my wife's life is in danger. There's an active shooter at UCLA. Let's get back to the show. No, I like leaned over to two of the people <laughs> exactly <laughs> that I was working with, and I was just like, there's something's going on at UCLA. I all works there. Let's just get back to doing this thing. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. No, I didn't until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, it's was, good you had other people there yeah. that could probably. Yes, other people could sort of make it funny, but I was super scared. And she's fine. She's fine. But she had to deal in the aftermath with. She's a psychologist at UCLA, mm-hmm. so all of those people who were freaked out went to talk to her about it. Oh, wow. Mm. Was it, so there were two people dead in that. Was it the shooter and the person that they killed, or was it two people that he killed? No, no it was a murder-suicide. Three people are dead. Three people are dead. He killed himself, he killed a professor, and he killed his estranged wife. But she was mm. not at UCLA. She was in Minnesota. Was in Minnesota no, that's what I mean at UCLA, yeah. 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 What's so crazy is... Wait, when did he kill her in Minnesota? He like, killed her and then drove, drove to UCLA. Drove across country, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I know. Talk about sustaining a rage for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Like, you think I, you would have a second thought on the way there. Like, yeah. oh, just get Chick fil A. They found his car it. filled with gas cans because he didn't want to stop. 
He loaded his car with gas cans and drove straight nonstop across the country. Jeez. Well, how is filling your car with gas cans faster or slower than doing it and gas filling. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also probably didn't that's want to really be traced, I guess. Right. Maybe it's that's the thing. Maybe that's, more yeah, maybe maybe that, maybe that's what I meant to say. Wait, but, I don't actually know. I don't... I don't know much about this story. So he killed his estranged wife in Minnesota and then drove out here and killed a professor. He killed one of his professors that gave him bad grades or something? something? I don't know. I don't know. He killed one of his professors who he thought was stealing intellectual property from him and he was planning to to steal a second one, to kill a second one as well. And then he turned the gun on himself? Yeah. What actually happened is two professors who were in that engineering building heard gunshots, walked out of their offices and they looked at each other and one guy said, did you hear that? And the guy goes... There's gunshots in that office right there. Jeez. And one of the professors, who is the ballsiest dude in the world, grabbed the handle of the door, slammed it shut, held it, and pointed to the other guy and said, go get help. Yeah. So one professor was holding the door shut with an active shooter inside of that room. And then he heard the next gunshot as soon as police stormed the building, and that was the guy killing himself. But for a minute and a half, they said, he held the door shut with an active shooter in that room. Oh, my gosh. And probably saved a ton of people's lives. Yeah. And that dude is Hero. extremely heroic. What's he a professor of? Heroics? Oh, bioengineering yeah, or something. He studies like heroics. <laughs> so Ayala said... Oh, what if he was a locksmith uh, professor? <laughs> right. <laughs> it would have been solid. Um, or ballistics. So Ayala said that the people who survive are the ones who choose fight or flight right away as Make opposed a, to freezing an immediate decision and, and actually so you have a better chance I never I've never made an immediate decision in my I life I know it's the opposite of rosinating <laughs> if you make an immediate decision to fight you have a better chance of survival than if you delay your decision to run yeah, yeah. I don't know I mean probably but th- well yeah, then again though it depends <laughs> <laughs> Jeff what were do you know what the gunshots you heard were oh there were gunshots <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the typical well, kind. That, that's comforting. Yeah, no, I, I instantly heard them and I knew it was gunshots and uh, I don't know, it's just some guy shooting at somebody. Mm, fair enough. Or something. <laughs> but it was definitely gunshots and I knew it. Comforting. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Love it. Get it. Love It, Get It by George R.C. I am a relative newcomer to ARI YMBF, and I keep coming back. The depth and humor of the Monday shows and the banter and drops of the Thursday gang are awesome. I really appreciate Allison's interviewing skills and everyone's openness and humor, not to forget all the quirks that make us human and best friends. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. Very nice comment. If you guys would like to leave us a nice comment, perhaps one that Al will read on the show, go to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Leave us a nice comment. Incidentally, that is also where you can subscribe. So I saw a movie last night that I was embarrassed to admit I had never seen, Casablanca. Mm. Has everyone here seen it? Yes. 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 I yes. have not. You what? haven't? Okay. No, I've never seen it. Well, yeah. that was me just 24 hours ago. Um, it's good. It's now. it really lives up good. to the hype. <laughs> we went to Phil Rosenthal's movie night, and he has a movie theater built into his house. Which I, if you can hook up that kind of viewing, I recommend it because. Well, let me move some things around. I think I <laughs> well, no, but definitely see it on the big screen. Yes, because I guess I just am of the generation. Except I think of this as something of that's a problem with younger people, but. 
if I were to have watched that on the television that we have, I would have spent the whole time looking at Twitter and it just would not have captivated me. Mm-hmm. I think for a movie that's sort of, except it really didn't seem that slow paced, but just for a black and white movie to grab me, there needs to be nothing else going on. But I watched it in a darkened room on a gigantic screen mm-hmm. and it was so good. I can't stop thinking about it's, it. I wouldn't say it's slow paced so it's much intricate. as it's, it's got it's a lot shot. Going on. It, what I was going to say is it's got shots <laughs> of, uh, you know, close-ups where it'll hold on a person's face for um, yes. for longer than we're used to. So it's like it really lets you see the emotions that are happening on the screen. And that we're just not used to that. That's like, you know. There is – I don't know how much I, – I, I feel like there shouldn't be a such thing as spoiler alerts with this movie at the same time. I don't want to reveal a spoiler. So anyway, I'll just put it this way. He's 70 years old. 75. 75. Someone dies. And I giggled <laughs> because it's so campy. The acting in this particular, like the guy gets shot and he like seizes up for a moment and then, you know, dramatically falls to the ground. So I giggled and yeah. I noticed the woman sitting next to me was bawling. <laughs> and I just hope she... At that moment? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even think that was a sad moment. Well, that moment is not movie. sad, but it's sort of surrounded by sadness, I by mean, emotion. But anyway, yeah. I just hope that she thought that I hiccuped or had some sort of other kind of seizure rather than giggling because <laughs> I could tell that she wouldn't have thought it was okay if I giggled because yeah. she was very in it and yeah. very moved. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great movie. I mean, it's it's funny to watch those movies because um, all of the emotion is so sincere and it's so unself-conscious that you almost want to laugh at it because our modern sensibilities is like okay, right. but <laughs> but when done, so some of those movies you do, some of those movies are just okay, but like Casablanca and a few others are just on this side of it, so that you're not laughing at it, you're actually drawn into. It. I mean, w- driving home, it's like I felt like yes, you just still Your heart feel still it, feels yeah, full. It's, and, and so much of that is uh, Ingrid Bergman. I mean, she just. She's just so amazing and carries that the emotions of that movie completely. I did not realize she was Isabella Rossellini's mother. Yes. You can you can see that she, they look very similar. They do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they do. Mm-hmm. So anyway. The last time I saw that movie, I was sixteen and I was on a date and it was a never ending date. We went to a volleyball game, then a corn maze. Then we went back to his house to watch Casablanca. Ooh. Wait, aren't oh. corn and maize the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> we were at a synonym fest. Exactly. And we stumbled into a corn maze. Sorry. No, I a l- loved it. A little it. bit of Allison's yeah, I was Something's I was rubbing off over here. Are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> and the entire movie, his parents kept coming in to check on us. To make sure you weren't doing anything yes. un-Mormon. Yes. And I, it was like a first date with this kid. It was just so long and painful. And then I do love that movie, but I remember being like, please end, please end. I just yeah. want to go home. This is so long. Because the parents kept coming in. How's it going? And then they'd come in with popcorn. And then they'd come in. Do you guys need a refill on it? anything it's like nothing is happening in here obviously <laughs> four feet on the floor you two <laughs> like this is ridiculous so i need to see it again is what i'm saying a in lot a of different people vibe. there we're talking about last night we're talking about how every time they see it it just gets better and yeah. better and better so i need to see a it lot again of things too. go by really fast in that movie it's funny people talk really fast in those old movies like the pace might be slow but the speak and they deliver a lot of like um backstory and narrative very fast and yeah and if you've heard not, all the lines before too. 
Mm-hmm. But if you're not familiar with the political situation in Europe in 1941, it, 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 you might not get everything that's going mm-hmm. on. So part of it is that too, because you just miss a lot. Mm. Jenna, yes. How was the corn maze? Oh, just so terrible. <laughs> just is, where, where? What is a corn maze? Do you know what corn mazes are? I know what a I corn know maze what it is. is. Oh. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've never been in one. What is a corn maze? It, it's a maze in, made out of corn. Yeah, it's like a giant yeah, labyrinth like, made out of corn. Yeah, at the end of the harvest. <laughs> I don't believe Allison for one second. But if it, wait, you really don't know what a corn maze is? Do you, do you think mean? the maze is made? No. It's like you, no. Do you think the it's, it's a walk through <laughs> maze? Yeah, it's like they, um, it's carved like in The into, Shining. Yes, yes. But do you think that it is made out of corn or cut into a cornfield? Cut into a cornfield. No, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, and what did you think that I thought it was like a wall of corn niblets? Uh, I thought, frozen corn. Everywhere. Well, there's a thing in South Dakota in one of the Dakotas called the Corn Palace. Right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. That's in one of the Dakotas. Probably South Dakota. Which one has Mount Rushmore? South. South Dakota. That, or north. Where the house is... That or it's north. Where the, <laughs> the building East is Dakota. made out of corn. So I thought there was a chance it was a maze made out of corn. No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. No. And it's, sometimes what they'll do is they'll like actually create like an image that you right. can see from a plane. Oh, right. like uh, what do the aliens do? Like not, Stonehenge? Not, uh, no, like oh, not the crop, crop circles. Crop circles, yes. No, this will be like, because my dad. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Allison, do you think Stonehenge is <laughs> No, was I meant the crop circles. <laughs> okay. Al, how was your dad involved with corn mazes? Well, we, we used to fly. So he had, like, in small private planes, and so we would fly over top of these corn mazes in Illinois. And, like, there was one that was just, like, the image of Abraham Lincoln from the air. Made out but of was, corn. Cool. Yeah, it was cut into the cornfield because the cornfield's already, like, used and harvested. And it was a corn maze, but if you were at 2,500 feet, you would see Abraham Lincoln. Is that for the hot air balloonists to see? Like, <laughs> who Apparently, yeah. yeah okay. What's interesting is, do they, how do they do that? Are they in communication with someone in a plane? It's like, go They must do it mathematically, flat. right? Yeah, it's all math or GPS. It's like painting by numbers, I think, mm. probably. Yeah, the GPS, because all of those tractors have GPS for the most part nowadays. They do? I know nothing what? about tractors. Yeah. Yeah, modern so, farming. Wait, your tractor has you can just type like a GPS like your car. Yeah, basically, it only it does more like coordinates, so you can get exact rows. Because if you think about it, like if you're doing it manually, let's say you cut off half a foot of your field, you want to do you know two foot two feet in between two rows right. each row, and you keep cutting off half of a foot, then you've lost so much of your crop, crop that you compromise. could have gotten in. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> everything is very exact now. So why even have tractor drivers? Well, because I think it would be expensive to have them completely automated. People can't afford that. But GPS yeah. is so inexpensive. Yeah. Hmm. We didn't days. even play the song, and yet Al knows a lot about <laughs> he it. Does. He always does. Can I just say... Oh. Al definitely knows the two bands that are favored by surgeons, and I believe they are Al. Boston and Led Zeppelin. Sorry, Jenny, you were saying? Oh, I was just going to say, my corn maze experience was, it was a haunted corn maze. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, Truly horrible. And Wait, were there people jumping out at you? Yes, oh. so there's people oh. who hide around and chase you in it. So not only are you lost, but then at every turn, something can jump out at you and freak you out. So we were making a turn, and a guy in a gorilla suit jumped out and was like being crazy, and that my date pushed me out <laughs> of the way and ran 
Oh my god! And I turned to the guy in the gorilla suit and was like, "You can cut it. Like <laughs> you just saw what happened. <laughs> it's all fine." And he he just started laughing and walked away. <laughs> he just bolted. Yeah, that's, that's the best approach to ghouls. Oh my yeah. god, that dude! That and then he had to come back and be like, "Just kidding, your date didn't." That's that's you gotta Let's end the date Casablanca. right there. Let's watch Casablanca. My the, favorite move that I've sorry, my, my favorite move I've seen is guys when they take their date in those things and put them in front of them. Yes, that's the but worst too. People that react that way at a gorilla attack are more likely to survive. I'm dead. I'm yeah, exactly. That's right. That is true. <laughs> well, I think we should do the Jenna's birthday mm. theme <gasps> snack chat. Snack chat. Well, we're going to keep going. Well, Daniel's retrieving. I would like to know, how are you feeling about your impending 30-ness? Um, I'm starting to handle it much better. So you went through a phase of not Oh, being- yeah. No, the last like month or so, I've been really dreading it. Is it because of the number? Because to everyone at this table, I'm going to speak for everyone, except for Al... How, how old are you? He's 30. I am 30. Okay, to yeah, every, everyone, but, but you're still young. I, 30 sounds so young. Right. And I think for me, I was a kid who never wanted to get older. Mm-hmm. So the idea that now suddenly I'm 30 and it seems like, what happened? Like, I just a few years ago, I was saying to my mom, like, I don't, I don't want this. I don't need to get older. This is lame. Um, so... <laughs> I'm feeling much better about it in the last few days as I get closer and closer. But there was a phase there where I was pretty bummed out. And Alan kept giving me this lecture like, age gracefully. It's not a big deal that you're turning 30. It's a great thing. Look at all that you've accomplished. Yeah, It was received really well. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Problem solved. She took a lot of comfort from it and she's still inspired by it. Make it worse, Rob. (laughs) Make it worse. You are such an effing idiot. That is my favorite drop ever. That is my favorite drop on this show, that one. Uh, So anyway, I I am. I feel, and and I do, I think I have realized, like, it's only 30 and um, I think... I think a month ago, I was still trying to feel better about like the pregnancy and delivery. And Sam was, she was starting to get so much easier to take care of that I think that that has really helped. Like, I don't have any more doctor's appointments. And Sam's gotten a lot easier. She still has issues sleeping through the night and things like that. But for the most part, she's happier. She's growing. She's a lot more interactive. So a lot of that has helped me feel sane again. Mm And so I do feel much more well-adjusted to like, it's okay. But it's is, okay. is not wanting to get older about just not wanting time to pass? Um, or is it feeling like you need to accomplish a certain amount by a certain age? Or I think either? it's both. Definitely both. I, I really enjoyed, even though I had a lot of hard, I feel like I had a lot of hard things as a kid growing up and moving and parents and things that were tough um i still really held on to like being a kid's great and i really enjoyed having all my siblings around me growing up and so as we've gotten older and sort of more distant and then they had their own kids and we finally have our own kid it's like it got harder for me to accept that like everything's different yeah. i don't have the close relationships that i once had etc so i'm feeling 
better now just because I've been thinking about it a lot. And oh my gosh, that Aww. is so cute. <gasps> Daniel just brought in the cutest cake I've ever seen. Are we, gonna, are we singing now? Are oh we supposed to sing? We'll be singing in a moment. <gasps> <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen. Is that? Oh when my you know. goodness! Is that Andy Warhol? No, that, that is it's Nick, Nick Carter. Carter. Yes, <laughs> my boyfriend Nick Carter. That's right. Oh my gosh! How did you guys know? <laughs> I love this so much. Are you taking a picture? Taking a video. Oh, you're a video. I was posing. Um, Arms you guys, folded, this is the laughing. cutest sprinkle covered cake with a picture of Nick Carter on it. Who Nick Carter holding a rose in his mouth. He is, I have tried to contact him on Twitter when I was single once a day and he never wrote me back. So, um, this is the, you guys are so nice. Thank you. You're welcome. You I am responsible for this exclusively. <laughs> really? No, Jen, I just he found had, out this was, oh. but I still happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. I love it. What's I'll, happening? Are these We're going to sing happy birthday to you now. Oh, okay. Okay. I accept. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jenna. Happy birthday to you. Yay! You guys outdid yourselves. This is the cutest cake ever no offense honey but the nick carter's on my cake really this is an awesome cake (laughs) initially i was like we should just get cupcakes do snack chat have some different cupcakes and then i'm like or what if we could get nick carter on a cake and then i started googling (laughs) and then stick a knife in his face (laughs) i found this bakery in eagle rock that had really good reviews and i called them yesterday and anyway it's like once i got the idea i'm like well we have to do it i will say driving (laughs) to um, driving back from Eagle Rock with Nick Carter in my passenger seat was very harrowing because every single road could not be more bumpy and more hilly. Totally. So I was just expecting to get home and find it all to be very smushed, but it, it, it made the trip. That made me feel Aww. young again. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Nick Carter was like, I was obsessed for years. Still, she still I still is. pay attention. <laughs> I still know what's going on. on live television last night. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys performed on Miss USA. So. I, well, it was kind of fortuitous because I saw you Snapchatting about it this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, good. Oh, yeah. He's still obsessed. He really holds the band together. So so here's the question. Do we... Okay, so it's um, it's strawberry and... It's half and half strawberry cream and mango cream. Oh. The bakery is known for their Yum. strawberry cream. That's their signature flavor. But their mango is like special in season now. So do we actually do snack chat on the show or do we just celebrate with cake after we should do it on the show share with the fans Mm -hmm. okay deal we have strawberry cream and mango cream and we're gonna pass them around and i want the listener to know that jenna expertly cut the cake in a way (laughs) to preserve nick carter's face and by the way it's a good thing that i that I remembered who it was that you were super into because for a second I'm like, ooh, a Lance Bass cake. How great will that be? Oh, Allison, you've made that <laughs> mistake before. And then I, well, then I remembered that I had made that mistake before. So, uh, What's the difference between a Nick Carter and a Lance Bass? Oh, boy. Come on. Do you have know. a punchline? Oh, were they both in the same group? Oh, 
Daniel. One's in sync, right? One Sexual is in preference. sync. Yes, yeah. there's true. quite a bit of difference, really. Okay, the strawberry is really good. The mango is delicious. It's just fresh mango, like chunks of... With the cream. Yeah, it's totally awesome. And I love mango. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. We're love. worried because no, we didn't I love remember. It. No, well, I saw that you posted that thing about the mango taffy on Jenna Tribe. Yes, oh, yeah. I love mango. Do you like pineapple? Yeah, what fruit do you um, like? These are <laughs> Watermelon is... <laughs> Is uh, my go-to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, is there a fruit you wiggle, don't wiggle, like wiggle, 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 wiggle. Every fruit is good. Mm, All fruits are good. I do not like persimmons. Is that a fruit? Yes, it is. I do not like persimmons. Have you ever had fuya persimmons? Booyah, no. <laughs> Fuyas are the ones that aren't really astringent. Yeah. They're sweet. They're really good. They're one Pers- of my favorites. Persimmons, yeah, I would believe that. You also, some of them you have to cook. Like, do you hate persimmon pie? I've never had persimmon pie. Mm. All I've had is there's this very old man who goes to our church. And he, I think he actually talked to you that day when you came to our church. I, I think he did, actually. Yes, I think I recall. very, very old. But very nice. Very nice. Right. He has a persimmon tree. And every year he dries them. He does. He Oh, so good. Dried persimmon. Yeah. And I, the first week that we moved into this church, uh, he was there with his dried persimmons and everyone was like, oh, these are so good. And I took a bite of one and was like, oh my gosh, I hate this so much. I want to spit it out, but I couldn't. <laughs> and it's just haunted me forever. Persimmon since. pie sounds like a children's book or something. Like it, it does. It does, yeah. Or um, a place that a bunch of people hang out. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring for Snack Chat last week when I wasn't here, I was going to bring loquats. Because the loquat tree in our backyard has exploded with loquats, but they have like a two-day shelf life. You know those? No. You mentioned them no. to me before. Yeah. Yes. I think those are the little, they're like kumquat-sized tangerine things. Four avocados! They're way bigger than kumquats. Okay. They're kind of small apricot size. And they grow all over California, but most Californians don't eat them. Because you can't buy them in the market and we mm. don't know what they are. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about, Al? I do not. They're a very strange fruit. They have Some of them have one seed. Some of them have four seeds. And they taste like a cross between a peach and an um, apricot. Mm. They're delicious. Weird. Um, but you can't commercially farm them for some reason. They only grow for three weeks a year. And I have 10,000 of them in my yard. And <laughs> Israelis love them. They're called shesek in Hebrew. So whenever they're... If our tree is blooming and my wife's parents are there, they're like... The shesek all over the yard. When are we going to eat the shesek? <laughs> yes, my it like my that. brain can't figure out a cross between an apricot and a peach. Like they're already crossed with each other in my yeah, brain. Yeah, they're pretty close. I'll try yeah. and bring some in. We can okay. test them. I think I like the mango better. I was going to say, the, I, mango. the mango is really fresh. It's yeah. Really good. Do you want to give a shout out to the bakery? Oh, yes. Mm. Um, it's called Ruby Bakery and it's in Eagle Rock. And. and- that is ridiculously uh, it's, good cake. It's very hilly to it's get really it's, good. It's bumpy and hilly to get there. So <laughs> you just bring someone to carry your cake because I just sat there with like one hand on the cake. I feel like newer cars should have like the cake seat. Yes. Special, There's you know, really no, where, where are you supposed to put the cake in mm-hmm. your car? No. I it's, put it in the passenger seat, but it kind of dipped down. So I had to wedge, like sort of get mm-hmm. it level. You have to push the birthday cake symbol on the dashboard. <laughs> and then it Yeah, I didn't have one though. It was frustrating. Shout out to this cake place. Yeah. This, this cake is on point. Yes. Really good. Yes. Let's do just me or everyone. But first, I want to tell you guys, I know that shocked you, Jeff. No, it was just a let's go, let's stop. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Um, I have whiplash. <laughs> I want to tell you guys 
Thank you so much for all of your Amazon support. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the Amazon banner at alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show immensely. Thank you for your Amazon support. Thank you for PayPal support. Patreon page is so close to being up. It might be up by the time you hear this. Um, and we have t-shirts available. Uh, go to alisonrosen.com and click on the store. And we have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? That's last week. Yeah, we were talking about wiggling. And we were trying to think of a bad wiggle. Mm. And then Jenna, or somebody mentioned a rap song. That had, yeah. A hip-hop song. Which then later Alan was like, you didn't sing the right song the next day or something like that. Were you trying yeah. to think of wiggle it and just a little bit? Wiggle it. No. Just no, listen. there's a Snoop Dogg song that's wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. But I wiggle, clearly, wiggle, wiggle, I, wiggle, wiggle. Yes, I got a little carried away with the wiggles. Cat. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> why now? Why only the abbreviated cat? That was a separate drop from "I'm Just a Cat." That was a callback to it, and Jenna just said the word "cat." Oh, <laughs> that's why I didn't this even is realize that. I'm just a the drops. <laughs> I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. I'm just a cat. Oh, Jenna, cat. didn't you post the picture of you? <laughs> oh, so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, there's video somewhere, but I'd have to go search for it. Well, go Al search. says he knows where it is. <laughs> video to come shortly. It. Oh, good. Thank you. Right, it'll be worth it. <laughs> okay, let's it's do just mirror everyone. For realsies this time? Well, I say it, but I could change my mind any second. Yeah, for real. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I'm so into pregnant Allison, by the way. I'm already so into pregnant Allison. <laughs> pregnant Allison is holding cake I'm right now. I'm so into pregnant. <laughs> there was a time at this table where we'd be doing snack chat, and this is not a joke. Allison would smell potato chips as they went by her station. She would literally be and like, sneer. Yeah, she'd be like, mm, those smell like good chips. I'm so into pregnant Allison, looking over the bottles of water on the table to be like, is there more cake over there? <laughs> pregnant Allison wants some cake. Like, okay, okay. Kevin says, even after popping hundreds of Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, it still always makes me jump. Mm. Now, I was confused by this at first because I, I thought he meant popping them into his mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, What's, what makes you jump here? But now I get it. I think I've only done that like twice, but like, it would probably make me jump too because I'm jumpy. Every time it will scare the crap out of you. Every time. Every time yeah. it will scare the crap. It's like popping a champagne cork, basically. Yeah. There's <laughs> a move that you can do, though, where you peel it almost to the popping point and then you smack it on the corner of a counter and it'll pop on command. But that's still scary. No, it's not because you're you, there's not that you're like more command. Yeah, you're not like wondering when it's going to happen. You you just take it and go bam and it pops. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> it's like a jack but in the it's, box. It's actually fun when you do it that way. The other way is yeah. Oh, those things are Was so there good. anything more terrifying as a kid than a jack in the box? Oh. No, it's the anticipation. Ding ding ding. They're horrible. Yeah. Mhm. Some little satanic crappy clown jumps out at you. <laughs> the ones, yeah, the ones that were holding little knives, not my favorite. <laughs> Who's into Jack in the Boxes? Jack's in the Box. Who's Jack's into those? In the box? Attorneys know. General, Jack's in the Box. Passersby. <laughs> which, Daniel, which ones were holding little knives? Are you <laughs> no. sure? Okay, you're joking, right? <laughs> the ones we got at the swap meet, they were, they were counterfeit Jack in the Boxes. <laughs> It was um, Joe in the box. Joe in the box. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I think your folks might have been fucking with you. Yeah. 
Jamos for A-Rose says, picture the ARI YNBF crew arriving at dining room studios and saying nothing to each other to save all the conversation for the show. <laughs> that Interesting. is not, that's not quite what we do, but I feel like we have sort of a pre-show conversation and then there's the show conversation and they're sort of different. Yeah, maybe at first, but now I feel like we come in yeah. and it's like immediately we're talking and then every once in a while it's like, wait, yes. don't talk about that right. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it, it doesn't feel stiff or dead before we start rolling it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, though, I will be like, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Occasionally we talk about things we don't want to talk about on the show, right? Yeah. That happens every now and then. Okay, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> What? I'm just, this person wants to see behind the curtain. That's like a real thing that happens on the show. Yeah. You're acknowledging there are things that we don't talk about on the air? Of course there are things we don't talk about. Yeah. Although I I can't think of any at this moment, but yes. I can. You don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just real. I almost texted you a picture the other day because there was an email I got that said, how to wash your baby's bum. It was like a, it was like a mo- mother email or something. And it was, I thought, oh my gosh, you don't even have to Google it once you become a mom. They were, they it wanted, shows up. they were asking you or they were telling they you? They were telling you. There was a video. Did it, did you learn anything? I did not watch okay. it. Yeah. I thought like, I don't need to know this. I, I I've got it. What's well, interesting because is the bum the confusing part? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're just yeah, not saying oh, maybe. the full thing. That's no. possible. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right, cool. Baby genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Jamos for Aros also says, when eating something hard or crunchy and hear a crack, run my tongue over my teeth to feel if I chipped one or if it was the food. I'm constantly doing this. I'm constantly going into the other room to see if I just chipped a tooth. I've had this one. I'm scared of that. Mm -hmm. I've had this one actualized too, where I've been, especially because I used to have a really bad habit of eating ice Mm. Mm. and I've taken a chunk of my tooth out from eating ice for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A big one in that somewhere right near where the not impacted wisdom teeth are. (laughs) Oh, in your back ones. Yeah. Mm. So so, yeah, I heard that Mm. one. I have four in line, non impacted wisdom teeth. (laughs) Alice is looking at me like, I I thought you said owl. I said owl. Oh, oh, oh. Who's it, Al? I was confused. Like, mm, no. Al, do you ever turn when people say ow? Because I, <laughs> my mom has, there's been more than once that she said owie, 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 oh. which it's funny that's a thing that has been said on numerous occasions, but apparently it is. And I'm like, what, what, what? Thinking she's saying Allie. Your mom says owie? Yeah. <laughs> no, she said it three times. <laughs> owie, owie, owie. What? <laughs> Sometimes people will say Ellen, and it Ellen. sounds like Alan. 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 Or in, other way around, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I tend to look at, I, I'm, I guess I would say I'm fairly observant. Mm-hmm. And so anytime someone's talking or anything, I look. Like kids in like middle school would always like call me out. Like, like I'm not talking to you. Don't look over here. And you're like, <laughs> kids are so nice. I'm just hearing something. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, Francis. So anyway. Um, so yeah, I would probably look no matter what you yeah. say. Yeah. Megan Burke says, sometimes I see expensive objects, laptop, phone, and wonder how it would break if I threw it to the floor. Mm. Hashtag destruction. I have thoughts like that. These are good JMOs. Good week for JMOs. I have that one too. Do you ever do this thing where you have to restrain yourself from doing it because you know you can? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Like when someone puts an IV in your in the inside of your elbow and they say, whatever you do, don't bend your arm. And you're like, I gotta bend it. <laughs> 
Or are we not talking no. about that? No. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> no. <laughs> Related. In the ballpark. But I've definitely Like not thought, jumping off a balcony because you could? No. Yes. But I definitely thought what that person is thinking before that like, oh my God, this thing is worth 8,000 bucks. All I have to do is like throw it over there and it will be destroyed. Or just push a vase over expensive Yeah, exactly. Like if you're at a museum, yeah. you just occasionally think like, if I just like stuck my keys through this thing, I would be a million dollars in the hole or whatever. Yeah. I've thought that many and times. And arrested probably. Yeah, probably. And arrested, yes. And just the thinking about it makes you feel like you have to resist it, which yes. creates the feeling like then you have a counter to that resistance, which makes you feel like you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing. Yeah, it's the thing. Good jam Good jam Well, and now, is this the same as like if you're at a musical and it's just beginning and you think, what if I just yelled something out <laughs> right now? Similar. Similar, uh, right? It's not, that's not what I'm thinking at the beginning of a musical, but probably. At the beginning of a <laughs> Are musical, you thinking, I'm, I'm like, ready to be transported to a world no, far I'm away? No, I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, probably at some point in my life, I was thinking like, how much do I like this girl? Why am I at this musical? Yeah. I'm sorry, Which I don't feel like having a conversation it? right now. Um, I've only seen two musicals in my life, and both of them were on dates. What were they? One of them was this thing where like news people sing about newspapers. Newsies. Newsies. Newsies, yeah. And another one <laughs> the was... hard one to remember. <laughs> oh, the other one was... The title is a little misleading. <laughs> yeah, it's, there what was, is the one? It's about a phantom and he's... It was a long time ago. There's an opera. There's one that's uh, based in the South Pacific. <laughs> I'm oh, these people or is it the one that cats. was in Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> the other one actually wasn't even a musical now that I'm remembering it. It was just a play. I've uh, only been... And Judd Hirsch was in it. It was called like Letters from My Father uh, or something. If they're not singing, don't <laughs> be bringing... <laughs> That's what I say. That's what they say on the Great Wide Way. If you're not singing, don't Don't be bringing. Um, I don't like plays and I don't like musicals. I don't like to see people act that close. I do struggle with that. Yeah, that's the only part of Broadway that's hard for me. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy the music. And I would uh, think you would though. Tell me about it. I thought I was going to major in musical theater. Yeah. I went to college thinking that was what I was going to do. And then I like got in there. I was like, I can't handle it. And I saw Wicked on the front row because I won the lottery tickets. Where it was right. like 25 bucks or whatever. And at the entire time, it was like, I'm too close to these people. I'm too close to these monkeys. They're looking right at me. But I know his name is just Steve or something. Like, I can't. It was hard. It was oh, I really love hard. it. I love being in the front row. I love when you can see their tiny little flesh-colored yeah. microphones. I don't, I don't like to watch people. That's why I like movies because I feel remote. Moved from the acting process. Are you embarrassed not for them? Call or you what up is... on stage. No, I also don't like to watch improv. I don't like to see <laughs> acting in progress. Does that make sense? Yes, but I I saw the. I think the only musical I saw was Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, I love that one. And they they came out into the audience uh, during one part, and, that's and they were so like horrible, right? Yeah. I was mortified. I was like, duh leave me alone i'm just here to watch they were like coming up and interacting with people in the audience that's no no No. yeah i don't want to be a part of it what play is full of monkeys wicked wicked Wicked. yeah i thought wicked has witches in it it does yeah remember the wizard of oz the flying monkeys yeah flying monkeys have you seen wizard of oz the evil wicked witch movie from like the 60s i don't remember monkeys in it wicked they're flying wicked is the wicked witch of the it's the prequel okay when was cool. when was Wizard of Oz? Was it, 50s it was before or 60s? the sixties? Forties, forties, yeah. God, no, actually, so maybe it might have been. It might have been late thirties. There were also monkeys a in movie the I have never seen. Wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah, I'm never okay with that. <laughs> I've never seen it. We How want to know what it? movies has Al never yeah. seen. Al, have you seen Raging Bull? No. Uh, I have not uh, seen that one. I haven't hold either. on though. That one is I. 
that's not a movie everybody would have seen. I think no, that's like kind of a long and it's black see, though, and white. And, I okay, yeah. I'll have you seen... Oh, maybe I can only Goodfellas. think of asshole. Have you seen Goodfellas? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Love right. Goodfellas. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yes. Oh, yeah. Citizen Kane. No. That's, I want to, though. That's on my good. list. Have it's you great. seen The Third Man? That's, no. That's my favorite. Um, you got to see The Third Man. Great. Okay. Yeah, you gotta see, that's a great movie. That's that's a got to see, Al. Go see it. Greg. Yes. You don't like seeing people act super up close. You don't like seeing performers super up close. I don't know. How do you feel about sitting so close to me and my hosting prowess? Fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where, I, where we were going with that. I'm not sure, but I'm happy we, we went there. Okay. I'm Meg. S- yes. I'm still interested in why Jenna doesn't like to watch people performing. Cause I, because it is something that you would think you'd be into. Is it... Is it that you're, is there a feeling like you're connecting too much? Like, what is it? Are you embarrassed for them? Is That's it a, what it is. I get embarrassed because yeah. I would feel embarrassed. Like I you're think. projecting yes. into that situation. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was why I didn't do well in musical theater when I got to college because yeah. I couldn't buy into it. Right. Because I would sit and try to be into it and then I would start laughing or I would want to make fun of it or I couldn't take it seriously. And so it was like, I just can't. I cannot commit as well as the rest of right. you. They're so in this fiction right yes. now. Yeah. Have you ever, so I took some improv classes in New York. That, it's hard to get past the beginning of a Herald, which is long form improv. They take a suggestion, then they like pass around an imaginary object and they were super into it. And I was like, I had trouble with that. Yeah. Like, My problem with improv was that it gets too real for me and then I feel bad. I remember I was taking an acting class and the um, it was like a serious improv, you know, mm-hmm. and the guy I was doing the scene with, I was supposed to get angry with him. And so I was just like, you know, you, blah, blah. and I was saying these things to him that ended up being like real. Like I was How like, you felt towards him. Yeah. Like he was kind of a hipster. And so I was like, you, you're just, you know, I forget what I was saying, but I was making fun of his socks and stuff, <laughs> but it was all in the scene, the context. And later I just like for days, I just felt so bad. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, but it's like for me, I just worry about getting like crossing a line. Right. You just lose that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never enjoyed improv either. I mean, I have to say because uh, we just talked about this recently, but like yeah. I, it's hard for me to let other people have the control. Like mm-hmm. I don't trust. A, I can't. That's why you're a good stand up. Or what you like, right? I prefer stand up yes. because yeah. I'm in control and I don't have to worry about anybody else and what anybody else is going to do. And it's so much safer for me. Whereas improv, I feel like this is out of control. I can't trust any of you people. What if it's not funny? That and to me, there's so much improv that's not funny, or you have to mm-hmm. work so hard to get to the funny that it's like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Yeah. But well, now I have a question. Yeah. What? Since <clears throat> on sorry, not sorry. Which you host with Al. Are you mm-hmm. ever like, eh, don't say that? Uh, no. I feel like that show, I'm just like, I just feel like I'm myself. So it's, I don't feel like it's inauthentic or anything. You don't have a sense of, you don't feel like you have to control that? Maybe I do, a little bit, every once in a while. Oh, yeah, not that I've noticed. But sometimes I'm like... But I trust Al pretty much, like, no matter... And same here. I don't feel that ever because I feel like this is a very tight circle. Right. We're all really good friends. So if it was... I would be nervous in other settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say, Al? You're being kind of a butthead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to be a butthead. So. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Really? What were yeah. you going to say? No, I... 
Uh, it's stupid now. Say it out. It's not even funny. Oh boy. <laughs> Trouble in paradise, you guys. <laughs> Meg Minimeyer says. That's actually the dirtiest part. Minimeyer is a cool last name. How is it spelled? M I N A M Y E R. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like that too. I we should that. all have that last name. Let's do it. Allison Minimeyer is your new best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Meg Minimeyer says, My hair looks like crap all day, but as soon as I come home, my curls are perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, as someone who has naturally curly hair, I sort of remember. I don't really remember ever coming home and having perfect curls, though. I just remember that there was such an expiration date on the perfect curls, and pretty much the upkeep of curly hair is... I had to wash it every day and scrunch my curls every day, or else my curls just looked all smushed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can never get it right. I I have a question for uh, just me or everyone, but it's just for men. Just for men. (laughs) Um, Are you fucking terrified of curling irons? No. Uh, <laughs> you mean using them or just no, having them around? of having them being hot in your bathroom <laughs> and just, do you have a terror of them? Oh, yeah. They, they just get left on and laying around and you just, I always think I'm going to burn myself on them. They I are, think I have burned myself. They are on terrifying them. in my opinion. Yeah. No? You don't have this? I actually I just be. like to run around the house with mine and well, scare Al with it. <laughs> I should be. Well, I don't have yeah. a curling iron. Well, you iron. have straightening irons. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're a little less scary looking than Ayala has iron. a curling iron and she has to wear a glove oh my God. To, to hold it. Like, oh. no, she, the cold to- side goes in her ungloved hand, but she... You curls it with a gloved hand so that the thing, if it touches her hand, doesn't burn her oh, hand. Oh, I, I think that a lot of curling irons come with gloves. Okay. I think that's well, a that's normal thing. That's insane. Think Why? about that. Because well, how else are you going to curl your hair, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Well, I touched that thing one time because I left it on the floor and I didn't know it was hot oh and it God. burned right through my skin immediately. It Ooh, immediately burned really my hot, hair. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I would never put anything like that anywhere near my face. Women ever. used to iron their hair. Yes. Yeah. So I think we've come a long way. Yeah. you. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You have <laughs> come a long Virginia way, baby. <laughs> Let's get some Virginia Slims up in this. Ren- Renee Brooks says, rush to be the first in bed so husband has to turn off all the lights. Yeah, that's Definitely. a you. Uh, I don't rush, but, no, but you're, I benefit from being the first to bed. I have to shut the house down. Uh-oh. I would say that that has no bearance on who has to turn the light off. So <laughs> I will be in bed with the lights off. Turn, I will come in, turn that. the lights on, or go into other rooms and turn the lights on. Come, get back into bed, and I'll turn to her and say, so are you like in bed for good now? <laughs> Every Let night. me go turn the lights off. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Why, what is it? Why can't ladies turn the lights off? I'm just curious. Because we're afraid like, of the dark. <laughs> That's part of it. Okay. Or I just forget. I mean, I yeah. Well, because it's your job, <laughs> right? It's like taking You're so garbage. good at it's your it. Job. I like how there are yes. all these jobs. There are all these jobs yes, that right? just sort of become your job without there ever being a discussion about it. Yeah, but the issue is. I just spent two, 12 minutes turning off all the lights, mm. and then you got up and turned them all back on. And you did? Didn't, yes, yeah. you Hugh have a dude it. in your house named Hugh? <laughs> Hugh was our friend. Yeah. Hugh, and, Hugh Minimeyer? Yeah. And then Hugh does, does Jenna get into bed? Or just prior to climbing into bed, does she say, did you lock all the doors? Did you lock all the doors? Greg, did you lock all the doors? I all, Every night. Every night I lock all the doors. I lock all the doors every night. Did you, did you lock all the doors tonight? The, last night I locked all the doors. Tomorrow night I'm going to lock all the doors. I locked all the doors. I just proactively just come in and just say, hey, I locked all the doors. No, you don't. I do. He does. No, you I don't. Do. Yeah. yeah. Al, you're too good of a husband. It's unfair. No, I just, because then it's like, why half the discussion, just cut it off at the at the pass and just say, by the way, 
all the lights are off. I've locked all the doors. I, 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 I don't want to learn from you on some level because <laughs> I feel like I should know this stuff, but I think that that might be like a, an amazing genius thing to do. Right. I just Al does that a lot with me. Cut the fight out. <laughs> like, but there shouldn't be a fight because she should know that you locked all the doors. Yeah, but... But she doesn't. But what if you didn't? What if this is the one night that you didn't? It's you possible you could forget. The problem is, though, the problem is, though if you get in the habit of saying it, then the night you forget to say it, she'll assume you didn't, even if you did. That, but even if... It, it doesn't matter. Guys, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she will wake up at 2 a.m. and say, I think the doors are unlocked. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I know the doors are unlocked and someone is going to break in tonight. And you go... I should have just told her the doors were locked. Greg, here's the power move for you. <laughs> okay, please. No charge. <laughs> when you're getting into bed, before Ayala says to you, did you lock the door? You turn to her and say, did you remember to remind me to lock the doors tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> we had a thing this week where she every time she texts me the grocery list, because she doesn't, doesn't do a whole lot of shopping. Love you. Doesn't do a whole lot of shopping. <laughs> it always says... Whichever, there's a list of fruits that need to be organic. I believe it's strawberries, bananas, and one That's other thing. That's fairly bananas, I yes. <laughs> and And with milk and with these bags of cauliflower we get, it, so it always says strawberries, and then in parentheses, organic. And then it'll say, bag of broccoli, check for latest expiration date. I could show you 30 lists where it says that. So finally this week... <laughs> I said, can you text me the list? I'm going to the market. And then I texted, I'm aware that strawberries must be organic. I'm always looking at latest expiration date. And then she texted him. He didn't say it. And then when I got home, she was like, you know, if you get strawberries now that aren't organic, it's oh. your fault. Oh. oh. And I thought about it and I was like, oh, when she texted to me, oh. she's taking responsibility. She's taking yeah. responsibility. Whoops. And I yep. had never thought about it that way. <laughs> So I immediately was like, okay, you can keep testing. And then I was like, Greg, how big of a deal is getting the word organic? Like, it's one extra word that you have to read in a text. And I was like, but I like the control and I like the language to be understood. But turns See, out, let us then, in. Yeah. Well, it just turns out that like, I learned this in therapy so many times. The, your perception that things will become unspoken is a worthless perception. Does that make sense? It's mm -hmm. interesting. I thought, I always thought like when we're thinking the same thing and we're like the idealized couple, so many of the things we think will be unspoken, but it turns out you still have to keep saying them. Yes. You still have to keep saying them over and over and over again. And in our instance, it's organic and check for latest expiration. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't feel like having a conversation right now. <laughs> right. And that's true of me probably nine out of 10 times, but you have to keep saying, what do you want for breakfast? Well, there's often you? things that you, you might assume the other person understands and, and gets, and then they don't. And then you're like, well, didn't you, you know? So I think saying them, even though you might feel like you're a broken record, is probably not a bad thing just to make sure that, you know, there isn't some sort of unspoken expectation that can be uh, let down. You know what I'm saying? See, nails. I always, oh my God. Oh, I would love, I would love to not have to say that. You don't have to say it. No, but I do. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see when I say nails, what the, the whole transformation that comes over you. Do busted. you even know what you do? I'm busted. Yeah, <laughs> you look like <laughs> you look like you for a second. You look like a five year old, <laughs> like <laughs> that got caught, and and it, and it, and your face is like drats. Like you kind of like you sort of squish up and you hold still for a second, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> Listen, cute. Yeah, <laughs> chewing the nails is um, 
It's something I enjoy doing. It's, it's soothing. <laughs> it's soothing. Yeah. It helps it. me with my anxiety. Mm. I totally mm. get it. It sounds like this. Mm. Good stuff. Mm. Well, it's like a warm blanket. It's like ASMR. I can't try to get as close oh. to the mic as I can. It's like this. She loves me, everybody. No, it's like this. <laughs> it's very distracting. At least I don't. At least I don't bite my toenails. That would be weird. That would be oh. weird. So you know, does anyone do that? I don't Someone know. I'm else. just trying. There to are ask. people who do that. Mm, oh yeah, I'm sure they're in Ripley's. I love you. Sure you do. <laughs> I you love have to you. love me now. Ugh, you're pregnant. Wendy doesn't like when we disagree. I know she doesn't. She feels. The, I hate it when you fight mom and dad. <laughs> she, she doesn't. This is good radio. Okay. Where's the where's the break? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Panda Elephant Thirteen says, joined Twitter just so I could do a JMO. I love that. Hate when movies and TV portray very early morning to be way too bright and sunny. That I don't mind. What I mind is when they portray very early morning to be a time that there's a ton of socialization happening, like on mm. friends or oh, most yeah. sitcoms. That's when there's a lot of family bonding. Like ha- like half of the episode happens before anyone goes to work. Who, yeah, how early are they waking up? That's true. In friends, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And then like, let's go to breakfast. And you're like, who does this? I would have never in my life in New York done this mm-hmm. with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a trend in New York and also here though, for breakfast meetings. Mm. And anytime someone has asked if it's oh, it's always someone that's assistant actually. Like she wants to know, are you available to meet at eight thirty? I'm like, I usually I would prefer not. That's, do you do a lot of breakfast early. meetings, Greg? Um, it depends. I I try to avoid breakfast meetings because I don't know. I don't have to be at work usually until ten, and if the mm. waves are good, all I want to do before work is surf. So I try not to make that many of them. Um, but I do do a fair amount. Yeah, I do a fair amount of like nine a.m. breakfast meetings. Right. Mm. Yeah, what's so important early. that needs yeah. to happen at nine mm. that can't happen at noon mm. or any other time? Yeah, <laughs> are you a big morning person, Allison? Yeah, you know me. I love morning. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, I have to do the shot every morning at ten, which gets in the way. No, there were we've been setting up meetings. I know. that happen a lot around the time, or they, they usually will offer like a ten thirty time, and I'm like, I can't do that because of the shot. And then Greg will. Uh, Accuse me of not being a morning person, which I'm not. But I always want the 10 or 10.30 meeting because then the rest of my day I can work. Mm-hmm. But I understand you have to do your little thing or whatever for the baby. It is my little so thing. You, you do your thing. I've never been a morning person till now because of the baby. But now I get up every morning and I just flip through whichever local news is on. And I am like, I have like learned so much about Los Angeles. Like, it's just amazing. Do you have a favorite local of the local news. newses? KTLA, probably? Yeah, that one. And uh, NBC has a pretty good one. Whit Johnson. He's just a young buck. He's just, <laughs> he's really up and coming, you guys. I don't even know who this person is. And uh, all the weather girls are the most beautiful women ever. Oh, and it's six are. in the morning. And you go like, really? What is happening? Yeah. This is ridiculous. LA local news is bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. So I just mm-hmm. flip through and watch them all at, while I feed Sam and hang out. And it's like, you learn so much about what's going on in LA, all the weirdness about it all the little neighborhoods i've never heard of it's bizarro that's why when i was on the road traveling all those miles i'd always watch the local news no matter where i was you learn learn a lot about the culture Mm -hmm. about what the women are like what the men are like because they dress like that on the local news Mm. you know what i miss this is very specific but new york one oh yeah new york for for (laughs) the listener doesn't know new york one is uh very local news in new york it's on channel one and 
at the beginning, when you see it, you're like, I can't believe this is a real station. It looks like a student-run station. Yes. But then that goes away, and it just seems real. I mean, it, it is yeah. real. Oh, yeah, you turned to New it. York One first. Yes. Mm-hmm. The first time I stayed in a hotel to visit Jenna, and I saw New York One, they were just reading the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Oh, yeah. On Pat, TV. Pat's Papers with Pat Kiernan, yeah, I think. And I was yes. like, yep. we're just reading the newspaper in, to in people the papers, I mean, that's on TV? Yeah. Yep. This is ridiculous. That's like TV news in 1947. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's it very soothing. It, it really is soothing. Yes. <laughs> should make a musical about that. P- people reading the news. the gates <laughs> and seize the day. Is that from Newsies? Don't be yeah. afraid and uh, don't stop, Jenna. delay. Jenna, you can't look at me when you're singing music. And stuff. No, no. Find us. no one. Da, da, da. When There's I see a lot of intense the eye day. Happening. There's a lot of fans of Newsies, right? The movie oh, and yeah. stuff? Yeah, because yeah. that was when we all met Christian Bale. Right. And we were like, whoa, I've who never is seen this him. hottie? Mm. I'm pretty into him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm into Christian Bale. <laughs> Okay. He's no Val Kilmer, but we can watch Batman. Wait, later. I'm into Val Kilmer too. Really? Have oh, you? Do you are you love Val? Are you in a current Val Kilmer? Yes, both. <laughs> I guess I'm more into back in the day. I, Val yeah, Kilmer, definitely back in the day. Hey, I'll take what I can get. I'll take Val Kilmer as Mark Twain. That's what he's doing now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'd love to get him on the podcast. Val Kilmer, come do be, my podcast. Can I just come be a fly on the yes. wall for that one? Okay. Yes. Thank you. I think for me. What was like the best? Well, real genius, of course. Of course. The yeah. doors. The doors. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. doors. He was great in that. Ugh. So good. I need to see that again because I really enjoyed that at you the time. You will but I hate that movie if you see it again. Okay. I'm up for that. That movie was never great and it really does not hold up. Yeah. Oh, really? so <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I loved it, it when I was 15. It's such an eye roller now. <laughs> oh, really? It's so horrible. Yeah. I have to give it another watch. Yeah. Now. Weren't you pretty into it too? I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We skipped, we ditched school to go see it the first day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I saw it like three times in the theater. Yeah. I saw that movie at Big Newport on a hit of acid and one that's of my buddies freaked out. Wait, at Fashion Island? Or? Yeah, at that's Fashion Island. That's where I saw it. That's where I saw it. And one of my buddies freaked out and I had to walk him from Newport all the way to Laguna. That's a long walk. Yeah, it was like a three-hour walk. But go watch it again now. It's awful. Okay. Awful. I will do that. Um, I would remind you guys, if you want to go buy it from Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alicemosen.com. That'd be excellent if you want to do that. Also, uh, as I mentioned last week, we have a mailbox now. So people who want to send stuff can do that. Uh, The address is on my website. Go to contact Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Um, follow me on Snapchat, Allison Rosen, BFF. Instagram, Allison Rosen. Oh, my goodness. I was going to go around the table, but I just remembered there's something else that we have to do. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. You come inside. You come inside. We have poop on your butt. We have poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Okay, so first of all, good news. Mickey, the dog that I featured a couple times that was very urgent, has been adopted. Oh, right. So yay. Today, I want to tell you guys about Cornelia, 
My friend Laura, who's the dog trainer who's working with her, described her as a typical wiggle butt. Oh. We were just talking about wiggly earlier. Wiggle, wiggle, um, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle butt is a cute. I know. That's a cute. She's a typical wiggle butt. She's happy and willing to work. She will offer sit and down with a treat and loves to please her people. She enjoys a challenging food puzzle toy too. She's already been spayed and could go home today. Come play with this cutie pie. She is a Pitbull Terrier mix. She's three years old. She's gray and white and playful. And uh, she's a wiggle butt. She's pretty cute. Her name's Cornelia. If you'd like to check her out, um, there'll be links on the episode summary on my website. But go to shelterme.com slash downy slash cornelia training program so shelterme.com slash downy slash cornelia c-o-r-n-e-l-i-a training program and that's where you can find her oh and um laura my dog trainer friend told me that she was at the shelter recently and someone came in and uh they were with their friend who wanted to adopt a dog and they were there because they were listeners of this show so oh, that is awesome. Yeah. I love I, feeling like we're making a difference. If you're somebody who's never owned a dog and you can have a dog, I highly recommend getting a dog. It's the best. Yeah. Dogs are the best. They're just pure they're just pure love. And I'm telling you, it's so great having a little creature that worships you. Um, <laughs> That's what you're in it for, the worship? Mm-hmm. Or two of them. Yeah. No, but it's like, it's very grounding having like having a dog sleep on your head. If you're somebody, <laughs> no, honestly, if you're somebody who's like up in your head a lot, yes. a dog pulls like they're always purely in the moment, and you can just interact with that dog, and it's like therapy. It's the mm. best. Yes, we have to give equal time to cats too, though. I've never owned a cat. There's no, this has nothing to do with cats. I'm not getting into this again. Cat. <laughs> Okay, I already gave out all my things. Jeff, where can we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? DQ on the snappy. <laughs> but you're D-quants not DQ on the snappy. That's not right, yeah. Oh, DQ on the snappy. Oh, DQ. Oh, shit. You didn't get in that early. I didn't, fi- I didn't finish. It's D-Q-U-A-N-T-Z. Oh, okay. D-Quants on the snappy. Oh, what are you on, Peach? Oh, God. Are you on Peach? I still don't know what that is. No, get on Peach, dog. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Raya? Yeah. Yes. That, that shit's turned AF. Wait, what? I didn't, I had never heard of this until I heard of it in two different places the other day. Do you know what it is, Jenna? Isn't it a weird dating site it's a where dating it's exclusive? Site. Yes, it's a dating site just for celebrities. Yeah. It's the new Peach. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just uh, acknowledge something right now that uh, reminds me of when I was a kid? So when I was uh, 14, <laughs> I think, and I, no, 12, and I was in the boys' choir and we were, all doing rehearsal and it was like a couple hundred kids sitting out in you know we're in the the audience and they're doing roll call and they're like if you if we call your name just say here and they called my name and i said they go you know daniel quants i go daniel quants and <laughs> instead of here and everybody erupted in laughter and i was so mortified because <laughs> I didn't say here I said my name I was like so eager I was so excited I couldn't even stand in Daniel Quants D Quants on the snappy yeah and uh, I for years I was so embarrassed about that Aww. why and, uh, just I don't just know kidding. I think no, it's I like there's something about why. being so eager <laughs> no we so, all know why yeah, yeah so uh, it's really obvious why I should have been embarrassed we saw your face when you would you do that again Daniel Quants Daniel Quants <laughs> <laughs> wait you feel like that now 
when I go DQ on the snappy, it felt a little bit like, oh, yeah, that's embarrassing because I was so eager to say it. <laughs> but that's not what's embarrassing, with, if I may. The reason we there, Oh, there's more to be embarrassed. No, it's because because you're not DQ on the... Oh, no. Wait, you just... We, we had a moment earlier I'll because you said later. DQ on the snappy. <laughs> I'll break it down on the whiteboard. <laughs> oh my god, we got to get one of those. Yeah. We still don't have you one. You need one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but let's not forget I'm also at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and you just posted on the dot. Check it out. Net- Con- new content on the quants.com. It genuinely chicken, made chicken, me laugh. The bull chunky chicken. You Al? I laughed. Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying I was I'm taking questions. I'm trying to answer them, you know. Listen, okay, now we're going to enter into the time, the time of the podcast when I take over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, DQ, on the snappy. Um, Alan, where do we go for At you? The hashtag Al. <laughs> Everywhere. The hashtag Al. The plugs has become like the funniest part of the show all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep him to the end, Greg. The hashtag Al. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm so envious of your streamlined cyber life. God, you're branded. It helps me sleep at night. <laughs> it's smart because I have so many, like I've stopped listing all my things. Just find me. I'm there. It's some variation of Allison Rosen, I mm. guess. You have to start early. It helps if you don't have any followers at all. <laughs> oh, no yeah. one really minds. You are branded so it's, AF. It's quite kind of works out. Smart. So, yeah. Nice Jenna. work. Uh, <laughs> First of all, Allison, I've been giddy with excitement over your pregnancy. Oh, so you. excited. Um, and also a sincere thank you for this birthday treat. It was so nice. So yeah, nice. Happy birthday. My pleasure. So I guess if you want to follow me, Twitter, Snapchat, at Jenna Kim Jones, um, Instagram, same thing. And we have a podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, where you can hear more of Al's soothing tones and uh, me complaining about things. And uh, <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. And we're probably going to talk about birthdays this week since it is my birthday and I've been having... I'm feeling much better about it, like I said. But Everyone needs to follow you on Snapchat because you post lots of cute stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. It's where I post the Sam stuff because I feel like... It, it's. I don't know why. I feel like she's it's safer cute. there for some reason, but yeah, she's cute. that makes sense. She does cute stuff. For, she loves the phone because I've put it in her face so many times Uh-oh. now, so that she gets excited when the phone's out. <laughs> she turns it on. Mm-hmm. Greg at Dong Attack. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.